you confirm for us whether the incident, as was reported or that people have seen on Facebook, is actually as it says? Were people actually fed dog meat and blood? Yes, we partook dog meat and the blood of Jesus Christ, not the blood of a dog. You took the blood of Jesus Christ from where? It is the grape juice that is blessed when it symbolizes the blood of Jesus. Okay. So let's get back to this dog meat. Are you concerned at all that, you know, um, uh, people have reacted the way in which they have uh, to you slaughtering, skinning, and actually feeding dog meat to your congregation? Can you please repeat it? Are you concerned at all about the outrage that has uh, followed your post about feeding dog meat to people in your church? Yes, we realize the reactions that have have been made by a lot of people. So why dog however, meat? However, we understand something because as the church, right, if you go to Acts 10, 10, we realize that what was unclean and what was disqualified and animals, I mean, was cleansed and it was qualified by the Lord because the scripture says there is a sheet that came from heaven, from God, which God said to Peter, kill and eat. However, because Peter still had the law in him, he refused to eat what was handed to him by the Lord. And the scripture further states that in the sheet there was everything, the creeping animals, the wild animals, the bears, everything was there. So that actually means that if God is the one who has given a command that Peter must eat, he was supposed to do it, yet he didn't. So right now we understand right as the church. As you, if you go back again to Genesis, God said to Adam, I give you authority over all this livestock and all these animals, and they are for you to eat. But why dog so, meat? Why did you feed um, the congregation dog meat? So now the dog meat was fed, right, as the Lord has commanded. You understand? Like in Romans 14, it says that those with a small faith only eat vegetables. Then it says that those with a strong faith, they eat everything, and everything including everything. So as we had a Holy Communion service, right, we had, we partook the blood of Jesus, which was the Jews which was blessed, and a dog meat. Because we, are, we believe that we're not limited to eating anything. All right. So you, you, you claim that by feeding your congregation this dog meat and the blood of Jesus, it would heal them from cancer, AIDS, HIV. Is that correct? That is correct because immediately after we partook, there are instant testimonies that came. There are people who were sick and they were instantly healed. And since this happened on Sunday, we are still awaiting for the report of those who were affected by cancer and HIV. However, what we are certain about is the instant healings that happened.
Because immediately after they, they partook, all the pains that they felt were gone. So now, as the man of God commanded them, he just asked them that they may go back to the medical doctors and come back with a report to show that, oh, that God has certainly healed them. Instant reports, you say. So, so, so who actually um, did uh, that particular uh, diagnosis? How did you know what they were suffering from and who examined them after you fed them the dog stew and the blood? As I'm saying, right, those who are affected by cancer and HIV the man of God has asked them to go back to the medical doctors. And the instant testimonies that I'm talking about, I'm talking about the people who were healed from the pains that they had. People who had quite serious pains coming to church sick. Most of them, after eating and partaking from the Father's table, which was the dog and, and the blood of Jesus Christ, they testified that they were, they were healed from all those pains that they felt. So whose dogs did you slaughter? Sorry? Oh, whose dogs were those? Where did you find these dogs that you slaughtered? Just as we are able to have goats and cows and sheep, we also have those. So the church, the, the dogs belong to the church? Yes, ma'am. And you have those dogs for the express purpose of slaughtering them and feeding them to your congregation to heal them? Not really. We just do as the Lord commands. It was important at that point for us to do that. So we do not have a, a farm that is full of dogs. No, we don't have that. We just had that one because it was commanded. So God commanded you slaughter the dogs and feed that to the congregation. Okay, I'll tell you what, uh, thank you so much uh, for your time there. And uh, that was a disciple from uh, the End of Times uh, Disciples Ministries, uh, Tembi Fanuel, spokesperson for that particular church. We have uh, Pastor Ray McCauley with us as well uh, for reaction to this particular matter. Um, Pastor McCauley, thanks for your time this afternoon. Thank you, thank you, thank you for giving me the opportunity to respond. I don't know how much of that you heard, but are yes, you concerned about these type of actions and how this is tarnishing the image of Christianity and um, I mean, religious spaces? I think, I think we should be totally ashamed. I think it's a criminal offense. Otherwise, it's not us all chopping up human beings and saying when they ate them, they were healed. Now, first of all, they, they say these healings, you won't find one that will be documented by a medical doctor. Secondly, they'll find that they'll say this was a psychosomatic healing, meaning if you've got a headache and you're depressed, you come from work and you go into a church service, you will feel better after a while of prayer and worship. But what a disgrace when they start drinking petrol, they start dealing with snakes, and now to take a dog and chop it up and make them eat it to be healed. I've never heard of such ridiculous nonsense. There's no biblical basis. Um, it's actually, I've just taken over now the CRL Rights Commission, and uh, we first of all now, um, uh, we really condemn these practices thing, uh, 100%. And, uh, and so we're gonna, the first step we're going to do now 
in the leadership capacity is call on all the churches and all the different religions to come together as a, and form a code of conduct. There's over 100,000 illegitimate people in the name of religion in the country. Uh, they're not registered. They pay no tax. Uh, there is uh, pastors that are creating rape and abuse of kids, and they're still preaching and walking around. And so we need to make sure that this alliance that we form involves the police, it involves uh, the, the receiver, because none of them pay tax about anything. They put the money in a sack, and they promise these people all different things and, and stuff, and then they take that and they're gone. Pastor McCauley, yeah. If I can just ask, so uh, this particular um, uh, uh, church, uh, the End Times Disciples Ministries, yes. will you be taking action against them specifically yes. for this incident? Yes, 100%. And I hope the country gets behind it 100%. And uh, we, we also now dealing with Parliament. We're going to take the Code of Conduct to Parliament. They're going to pass it. And I believe that uh, these people uh, need to be arrested if they do these things. And uh, it's um, absolutely a shame that they can call it a church. Well, Pastor McCauley, I'm sure this is something we'll talk about a lot more, but thank you so much for your time this afternoon, uh, Pastor Ray McCauley, Senior Pastor and Chairman of the Board of uh, Rayma Family Churches. Now, um, a last leg to this particular uh, situation. Uh, we are going to speak now to the... Uh, NSPCA communications manager there is Meg Wilson. Meg, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Um, so I'm not even going to ask what's your reaction to what you've heard, but are you going to investigate this as the NSPCA as well? Absolutely. We will be investigating this matter and taking the necessary action. We do want to say that although the NSPCA respects religion and culture, we do not condone the inhumane slaughter of any animal. The fact that there's a huge outcry is because it is a dog. We need to bear in mind that dogs are not the only animals that are used for religious ceremonies. Um, uh, farm animals are used constantly for this kind of thing. And that all animals are sentient and protected by the law and should be treated with kindness and compassion from birth until death. And that's the other question I was going to ask you. Is it illegal to feed people dog meat or to consume it? There is a regulation that prohibits the killing of a dog with the intention of using the skin or meat or any other part of such dog for commercial purposes. And, and just explain that rationale to us, because as you yourself indicated, there are other farm animals uh, that we do slaughter and uh, that we do consume. So what's the difference when it comes to dog meat, for example? I think, um, you know, the psychological effect, people see dogs as pets, as family members, so the outcry comes naturally when it comes to something that most people consider a family member, um, as opposed to farm animals that, that are generally bred for, for consumption. Um, the, the mere fact is, though, that although farm animals are used in cultural and religious slaughter, it should be conducted humanely. The animal preferably should be pre-stunned before it is slaughtered so it doesn't feel any pain. And the same would go for any animal that's slaughtered for, for religious purposes.